Welcome to the Wedding Film Academy podcast, your go-to source for learning to create stunning wedding films and run a successful business. Here's your host, Lumix Luminary and wedding filmmaker, Jordan Bunch. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Wedding Film Academy podcast. We are continuing on here after the Christmas break with our series that we left off with last week with Richard Lang. We're continuing on with this conversation about the differences in the U.S. and the U.K. markets. And I am thrilled this week to have the Lawsons on with me. So we have... Um, Really some fantastic filmmakers. They've actually, these are a pair of husband and wife filmmakers who actually won the, um, the wedding industry awards in the UK for the best videographer of the year in the Northwest, the last two years in a row. Um, they do really amazing work. They actually started as photographers about 12 years ago and did something like 500 weddings in the last 12 years or so. But then, uh, just in the last couple of years, started shifting towards video and obviously have done a fantastic job winning several awards uh, in that. And so what I wanted to do is have a conversation with them and then we're going to come back together with Richard as well to have sort of a roundtable discussion and dive deeper into this topic. But before we do that, I think it's really helpful if we can hear from Laura and Pete about more about kind of their business and what they're up to. Uh, so thanks for coming on. Thanks for having us. Yeah, what a cool exciting. introduction. <laughs> that was very yeah, I'm cool. Steal that <laughs> awesome. Very cool. Well, uh, yeah, maybe let's start start there. So I, I sort of gave that intro there. You've been in this for twelve something years. Um, been married for ten of those years. So talk to me about sort of how you got started in this industry and then maybe even into the transition from photo to video. Okay. Well, um, yeah. So 12, 13 years ago, it was an accident. It was a happy accident. We <laughs> always liked taking photos. We were always those people with cameras, but we never thought of it as a job. We'd never been to weddings as guests even. We didn't know anything about it. And as far as we knew, wedding photography was kind of that old school, very posed, kind of very traditional group shots, that kind of thing. I guess it Especially kind of mostly was 12 years ago. Yeah, it really changed was. a lot. So, um, so we started doing like family and friends weddings. They'd say like, we don't want anything formal. Can you guys come and just take a few snaps, you know, get, get all the natural stuff. And that kind of opened our eyes to like, this is cool. This could be a cool job. Hmm. Um, and, you know, it seemed like a good um, place for us to sort of explore our hobby which was taking pictures and specifically taking pictures of people which is quite hard to do in in life isn't it yeah you get shouted at if yeah, you just go out the it, street and start trying to take pictures it's of a people. bit weird isn't it to just <laughs> take pictures of people so so we just we loved it straight away you know we did maybe a handful of weddings just for friends and family and then we decided right let's set up a website let's see where this could go um we had other kind of random jobs we basically left university started shooting weddings for fun started a website and it went way better than we expected there were more people mm. out there finding us booking us yeah. um, than we ever expected so it started off as a as an idea of let's 
let's hopefully build up this business so that we can do this instead of having our you know having to have a normal job and really we've kept that kind of feeling haven't we the whole way along like <laughs> hopefully we never have to get a real job you know and, yeah. and all these years later we still completely feel that way don't we yeah yeah um so yeah so so I, I don't really know how to explain how it all went along. It just sort of potted along, and then here well, we are kind of, suddenly. It, it like, I think the first few years, I think of of it were you know the most exciting, obviously business wise, because mm-hmm. then you, you're making progress in like putting your price up and and getting more established and more well known in the area. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I suppose after after like six six years or something, we felt like we were just kind of bumbling along at that point. We we'd got to like a price point that we're happy at that we're booking weddings um and then we kind of seem to just stay at that and yeah. we're still enjoying weddings but i think we started wanting to to do something something more and obviously we then had a, a baby as well which which changed things yeah. um, but we didn't know what that extra thing would would be um and then i think you know we we were finding that we were watching of our of our baby we were watching more of the videos that were just shot on our iphones yeah. Um, feeling like they conveyed more of who he actually was than than the pictures that you know we'd spent time and effort you know doing in the you know they were much higher quality obviously but they they didn't convey quite the same yeah emotion and we had a we had a good we had a good break one winter and it's like all these things just aligned at the same time so it's not that we were bored with photographing weddings but it felt like we needed something to spice it up like what can we do what can we change we had that kind of feeling. And we had a big winter break uh, where we had like four months with no weddings, kind of free and easy. And yeah. we had this kind of feeling that we, we we really wanted to film our child all the time, you know. So these three yeah. things kind of came together and made us think, hey, let's let's try filming a wedding. Maybe that would be perfect for us. Yeah. And I think just because of the style of our photography, um, which is very natural. It's very much those in-between moments anyway. That's always what we really loved. And we were kind of getting, not annoyed, but it was becoming difficult because a lot of the people that would book us wanted very natural pictures, um, but they also wanted all those group shots, you know, that they, they kind of wanted everything. And it was kind of grinding us down a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I think we feeling. had, you know, quite a few couples a year that, you know, like they wanted their natural pictures, but by that they meant that they didn't really want a photographer. <laughs> they just wanted, they, they wanted like the lovely pictures, but they were really scared and nervous of having a camera around, which mm. we don't mind, but it does kind of... Make it harder. Makes it harder when you feel like you can't, try and go that extra mile or, or, or get something extra because you feel like you need to be keeping your distance yeah. and that kind of thing. And I think just naturally those, the fa- the best bits for us photographing a wedding are the bits in between. So the bits where we can hide, not necessarily hide, but, you know, kind of slink into the shadows, capture what's actually happening, get the actual natural moments yeah, rather than staging that, things. People have accepted we're there and we'll just be themselves and, you know, yeah. laugh their heads off and we can capture those moments without... Yeah, that they're like shifting and looking, uh, looking at us out the corner of their eye and thinking like, "What's this weirdo doing over yeah. there?" <laughs> and it was quite obvious early on with video that that's exactly the bit that you get to do. It's the bits that the the natural bits. You know, you get to actually capture what's going on, and you don't get stopped a lot to you know 
have requests. And... Yeah, that's amazing. Like the, the group shot bit of a wedding is our favourite bit when yeah. we're filming because, you know, <laughs> they're like, oh, we're the group shots. We're like, okay, we're just going to go over there and <laughs> yeah. film something completely unrelated to this because I don't want to do any group shots. All those formal bits just yeah. don't seem to apply as much, which is But then, really like, you know, nice. the formal bit, like the speeches are actually quite nice when when you, you, you're filming it because you, that, that's, you know, that's goals that you quite often get. Whereas yeah. with photography, like, you know, you can listen and it's nice, but you're taking very similar pictures all the way along. You're not really developing mm -hmm. a story through right. like speeches. You can get like those same, like, you know, crying, laughing, you know, moments, which are beautiful, but you get all of them. Like we when we do weddings, when we shoot um, shoot weddings with photography, we, um, we, we often deliver like 150 pictures from the speeches just because like in our minds, like it changed. They're but really looking at the pictures. Like they're, <laughs> yeah. They're really similar. Yeah. So I think, uh, yeah, our style does seem to lend itself to, to doing video. Definitely. We're probably doing the wrong thing all along. I, I think that's that's how it feels. You know, not necessarily that we've been doing the wrong thing, but it really is clicked with, you know, just that feeling of like, yes, this is what I'm trying to get across. And you can really clearly get across what you want. You yeah, because like the like, moving pictures and you get like sound overlaid mm. like from from someone that loves them like talking about them and you get to put some like music over the top so you get to punch them with the emotion like <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, with two extra things which yeah. is you know we love that about about filming really love it yeah and then when we started doing the the, the films we, we because we we thought we'll probably mess these up because we don't know what we're doing. We did, we did shoot our, like, our first... <laughs> well, you know, like we, we thought we knew what we were doing with the audio. We'd, yeah. we'd record each other talking and syncing and doing all those, those yeah. things. And, and they were like, right, we, we could do this, we think. Can we? Can we do this? But like, what if it all goes wrong? Yeah. Um, so we, we did, like I think, the first five, maybe even six. I think we did like, six, for free. yeah. Um, just because we, we put the feelers out with our photographer friends. We're like, do you know any people that, like you know, mentioned wanting a, a videographer, but now, like, a couple of months before the wedding, like, don't, didn't have a budget for it. Yeah, because a lot of people in England, I don't know if this is the same there, um, kind of view it as, like, an add-on. You know, it's like they'll sure. book a photographer, like, a year, two years before the wedding, but video they think about maybe, you know, six months at yeah. the earliest. You know, it's very much... But I think I actually love that there's about a turn. It. I think there's yeah. a turn that's happening in the US where... People were starting to book that first. In fact, I actually had a bride. I may have told the story um, in the last podcast. I can't remember. But I actually had a bride who called me when she was at the wedding venue that she thought she was going to book. And she was asking us if we were still available on these two separate dates because she knew she wanted to book us for video. And she wanted to make sure that we had one of those dates available before she went into the venue to book the venue. So there's a turn Amazing. that's happening. Yeah. yeah, that's what you but, want. That's good. Absolutely, but it's still not the norm. Like that's mm -hmm. that's obviously that story is an anomaly. Yeah, um, yeah. but <clears throat> you know, it's, it's there's a turn that's happening for sure that we've noticed where we are getting a lot of bookings that can be as far as a year and a half, even two years out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we I think we've got a few for for 2019. Yeah, for, hopefully for video. that's changing. Because... And we have already done a wedding where they they basically didn't have a photographer; they just had video, which kind of like shocked us a little yeah. bit because we yeah. didn't really know like that just before. We were like, yeah. okay, the pressure. <laughs> Seriously, yeah, we yeah. had one like that uh, this fall. It was we were actually it was really weird. We were actually the only other than the venue, we were the only paid vendor there. Yeah. Um, wow. So well, even like food, well, they had. What's that? that? You do both, don't you? Noticed on, we, on your, one of your websites. We do both. Yeah. Do, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah actually, on, on both on both of our companies, we do both. That's cool. Um, but we were actually just doing the video for this wedding, and we were the only paid vendors there. I mean, the, the food yeah. was all done by family. They had brought in a bunch of cakes that family had made. There was no photographer. There was no DJ. Yeah. It was weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It was quite nice, though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, we got we got the run of the show for sure. Yeah, <laughs> but it was also yeah, it was I, a it was a bit of a weird wedding. It was, uh, yeah. I, I don't want to say anything bad about it, but it was a weird wedding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. I mean, like photography as well. I think has gone quite um, like Pinterest heavy, hasn't it? You know, yeah. people kind of sure. planning and you know. Pinteresting, can you take this picture? Can you take this picture? I've seen this picture. Can you yep. do this? You know, and I think whereas video is still like, can you just, you know, capture everybody having a good time? You know, yeah, it's, sure. it's what you want yep. to do. It's not. People it's don't not... know what to say. They, I don't think they know the words to, to describe what they might want for video. Yeah. And but... I hope they don't learn them because otherwise they'll be. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, I think most people have had like a professional portrait session of themselves or their family yeah. in their life before the wedding. But almost yeah. no one has had any sort of professional video done of them before yeah. the wedding. And so there's yeah. there's definitely a different uh, expectations that come yeah. because of that. And they have nothing nothing to expect, you know, unless yeah. we've maybe, you know, filmed like I had a – I filmed a proposal for someone uh, last spring. You know, unless it's something like that. They probably haven't had any video mm-hmm. done of them at all. So there's definitely yeah. the bar is kind of in a different place. Yeah, yeah, which is amazing because then you can just blow them away. <laughs> Hopefully, <laughs> fingers crossed. Yeah, yeah. I think absolutely. if you go into it and they've got no expectation whatsoever, yeah, because I think then... like you know we were we were addicted. I think straight away after we we posted the first you know couple of videos yeah. to to Facebook like the highlights and like. The number of comments and likes that you get, and people say, "Oh, I'm crying." Yeah, the emotional <laughs> it, 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 response it, from people is just yeah. like, "Wow, that's what I want. I want everyone to cry watching." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is addicting. Yeah, because yeah. I, I think that you know the pictures that get the most response um, when you put them on Facebook are those prettiest you know, like, ones, all, like very stylized, yeah. like you know, very cool pictures. Yeah. Or if you get like an absolutely amazing like emotional moment, they're the ones that kind of like get response and likes and you know the comments but just the the kind of like the normal parts of a wedding which are really emotional in film don't you know people don't connect just with a single image of that quite the same way yep yeah absolutely so talk to me about um Sort of, you talked to me through like your transition into video and your your interest and obviously your passion and your excitement around video more so than photography. Talk to me about the difference in in your business in terms of, I mean, you guys had been going full force. You'd done 500 weddings um, mm-hmm. as photographers. And then this transition where you started doing more video Talk to me about what you saw as the differences in the UK market in terms of wedding photography and wedding video, specifically in terms of the value that your clients were placing on these two things. I think going back to what we said <clears throat> about people booking things later, I think that's that's key. I think people think they have to have a photographer and they don't have to have a video. So that's like a nice bonus. Hmm. So I think their expectation is lower for sure. Um, 
But I think also because, you know, they, they feel like you have to book a photographer, that's an expectation. You mm -hmm. kind of like that goes in the like must find the best value for money option. Yes. Whereas I, I feel like with video, it seems like because people are booking later or it's be, it's not something they have to have, um, they're bizarrely willing to spend more on that than they are on, on pictures um, because, you know, it's just one of those kind of more frivolous things yeah. you know it's a bonus it's something that's just for them it's not for like grandma or something like that you know that it, it's it's yeah. you know something they get to and a big like, thing express themselves with a big thing especially in this part of england in the north is there's so many photographers so many that are really good and it's hard it was it was easier for us it's easier for us to be expensive because we've been doing it for so long but there's a lot of newer people yeah. that are a bargain you know compared really, to america we're still really not good. In, in any way expensive i think we, for photography we're we're three thousand pounds which is like four four and a half thousand dollars um it's taken us years and years to get there but you know that's that's kind of like in the last year we've we've gone up to there from yeah. like two and a half and 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 2250 we were for ages that between two and two and a half thousand seems to be kind of like one like a price ceiling in in the uk um certainly if you it, until you break into you know markets that have planners and, and things like that that's you know like you you kind of your higher end yeah normal people <laughs> but there are a lot of people yeah. that are half half our price that Definitely. are that they're are good. really good you know and there there are just so many whereas there aren't as many people doing video so it's just a, a whole different ball game isn't it really yeah it's much it's much easier to be more expensive so with, with video we obviously started out free and then we were a thousand and then you know we went to, to two and a half thousand which we are now within like a year yeah. i think because just because it seemed like we were booking way too much at night like a thousand and we didn't want to <laughs> we right. didn't want to fill the year that was just because we wanted to get experience yeah right um and then putting the price up didn't seem to put the inquiries off at all we very um, much kind of took our time building up the price with photography, whereas we didn't want to do that with video. We thought, right, le lesson learned. What? Why did? Why were we so timid about putting our price up? Let's yeah. just be confident about it. And it's just, you know, when we felt, you know, I think that's the thing. It felt like we were doing as much work, you know, working just as hard making these films as we were photographing a wedding. So let's get the price up. And I mean, a big thing for us is trying to replace those photography bookings with video and trying to get it to the same price so that we can you know continue earning the same amount of money yeah. really because i think you know we're quite obviously uh, sorry filming is still quite the it's the new exciting thing for us still um so we just want to do that at the moment <laughs> not that we don't still love photography but you know we, we get way more excited when we get a film inquiry come in than we do a photography inquiry um yep. so yeah we don't want to then take like a thousand pound hit on, <laughs> on you yeah. know doing that because we, we're kind of more excited about that at the moment um and another thing i think was different with with, with filming to, to photography is you know we we already know um a lot of other filmmakers who are who are charging you know three thousand three and a half and and upwards um whereas we don't you know, we know a handful of photographers mm -hmm. um, who are doing who are doing that. Yeah, it just it seems possible, doesn't it? With yeah. video, it does seem more possible, especially if you if you're willing to travel, because I think there's still a lot fewer videographers than photographers. So people, you know, might get you down to to London or 
you know, we've, well, we've been to London and Scotland and Wales and all over basically this last year around the UK. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's it. You need to be willing to kind of go anywhere. And... Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Speak to, speak to that a little bit more. So I know one of the things I've heard from a lot of people is just, oh, I live in X place in the country. You guys told me mm-hmm. before that you're you're living out in the woods in your little cottage there. <laughs> um, yeah, but this is the UK, so we're like 10 minutes from the local supermarket. Yeah. So it's like the middle of the woods, but it's, it's, it's you know, yeah. it's the woods yeah. for the UK. <laughs> sure. There's no remote areas in but the UK. But still, you're, you're in this place where you're spread out. Yeah. <clears throat> um, <throat> you know, you're not in some huge metropolis. Yeah. Um, and I think for people, wherever they're living, I hear that all the time as, you know, whether it's someone that lives in the middle of Kansas, um, or, you know, someone who lives out in the hillside in the UK, I think there's that, oh, well, I live out here. So, you know, that means my highest price point is 1500, you know, or whatever the case is. So talk to me more about that and what you guys have done to help move your price point up in terms of being more available in other spaces, in other places. I think it's just a case of literally being up for going anywhere, isn't it? I think it's just a mindset thing. We've we've never wanted to just stay in our local area. I mean, there there are there are loads of wedding venues around us. We probably do shoot shoot fifty percent of our of our weddings within like an hour, an hour and a half from us. Yeah, mm-hmm. but we we love traveling, and yeah, as soon as you you show a few weddings further afield, people are like, "Oh, right, happy to travel." So you you yeah. get included in that, and also a, a lot of our referrals come from um, for video come from photographers because we're we're friends with with a lot of them, and people like to work with people that they know, don't they? So. A lot of those are well, all over they're the based country. all over the country. Yeah. So we're happy to to go wherever. Someone in Scotland recommends us quite a lot, and we we love going up up there. Yeah, I know and a lot of people don't don't like to travel, and I mean, even in England, you know, you can get from one end to the other in a day. In a day, yeah, it's not <laughs> it's not a big deal. Um, but I think because we've always done that with photography, and that's been a nice part of our business, because I think. Um, just creatively, if you were going to the same venue every week, I think we'd be bored very quickly. And mm. that's been a big thing for us trying to think, well, we want to do this forever for as long as we can. You know, how can we keep this interesting? And it's not going to the same place over and over and trying to make it look different. You know, yeah. that it, it's nice to go somewhere completely different and explore. And I mean... I mean, we do this together, so we've always tried to make it as fun as we can. And I think we've seen a lot of places that we would never have, never have seen. Oh, definitely. If we didn't yeah. do this job, which has been really nice. So I think that's it. It's just being willing to travel, isn't it? Yeah. And I say yes. Yeah. It's just yeah. I <laughs> yeah, I think. I don't know. We we just started getting inquiries from from further afield. It wasn't something we ever deliberately set out to do. I mean, we do put on. We've always had on our. our our, like our websites like you know we're, we're happy to travel anywhere yeah. but i mean it, that, that doesn't get you those inquiries from no. further afield i don't know where they initially started coming from but with the internet people just inquire yeah. all over and then a lot of the time it's somebody we met at a wedding you know who mm. who's a bridesmaid or whatever you know we just try um not that we're trying to get future bookings but i think we just try and chat to as many people as we can at weddings and 
Yeah, um, just, and be, I think that's just be like normal people, not, yeah. not weirdos. That... <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's it, especially with video. It seems like, you know, people sharing it in Facebook and that kind of thing. You know, it, it, it spreads, doesn't it? Your video kind of yeah. spreads far and wide. Yeah. Everyone they know gets to see that that highlights, you know, and then yeah. you've you've already reached a new audience, haven't you? Yeah, which is brilliant. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, for a lot of people, YouTube has replaced cable, you know, and so <laughs> yeah. just that's become the new place to, to view content. And, yeah. you know, it's constant because it's in your pocket. I was talking with uh, Rachel Jo Silver from Love Stories TV a few weeks ago, and she was talking about how there's this whole subset culture of people who, you know, pr- primarily, primarily young women who just watch wedding films. You know, they have people who come to their website, Love Stories TV, just to watch wedding films, even if they're <laughs> yeah. not planning a wedding. That's so yeah. weird. Yeah. It, it does seem weird. <laughs> I agree. Well, we do, we do have clients oh. that get in touch that are lo- or like still are liking videos yeah. that we put out after they got married, which is lovely. But you are in a way thinking it's like, <laughs> don't watch everyone else's wedding videos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, that's, that's, I think the cool thing is we are creating really beautiful content, you know, and it yeah. is, it's emotionally compelling. It's, it's visually stunning. And I think that, you know, one of the things Rachel said is some of the, some of the work that's out there that, that, you know, people in our industry are producing rivals anything that they would see in Hollywood, you know, because there are abundant, talented filmmakers out there with mm-hmm. incredible equipment that is, you know, this, this yeah. tiny little gear is just incredible. And yeah. what we're able to produce in an environment where we have a lot of times a fifty hundred thousand dollar set before us that the the bride and groom or their families have paid for, yeah, and everyone is is you know dressed and looking their best, and we have these beautiful love stories that have been unfolding for for years and and all the backstories from the family and everything, and it's real mm-hmm. genuine stories. And yeah. so, you know, at the same time that it feels weird that someone is out there just watching random videos who's not planning a wedding, yeah, um, yeah. I, I very much understand it. And I, I actually had uh, someone who I hired that was not a wedding photographer. She was just a, a photographer. She was a student at the University of Texas. And um, I hired her to come shoot some weddings with me. And she had been telling me about how she was a huge fan of watching yeah. wedding films. And again, she yeah. wasn't even in a relationship with anyone, much less planning a wedding. And so yeah. those, those people are out there and it's just really, yeah. it's really yeah. cool, you know? But also, yeah, even like, you we, saying that though, I mean, is it not weird? We're, we're those people, aren't we really? I know we're not watching them, but we're obsessed with weddings and mm. the story and telling the story. And, you know, we are those people, yeah. really. That's that's That creatively <laughs> drives us, you know, we want to do that, yeah. make it look like a Hollywood film. Yeah. You know, that's the goal, isn't it? And then it? we need, a, like, a wedding channel to replace, like, the Housewives of New Jersey or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Love Stories TV. There it is. Yeah, yeah. there you go. Yeah. Done. Yeah. <laughs> but really, Absolutely. I mean, that's the thing. Like, I always think, how lucky are we? Like you just said, people invite you in, give yeah. you all this kind of fodder to create this film, which is what you would 
you just are driven to do anyway yeah. and then you get applause afterwards you know <laughs> i just like what's a better job than that when yeah. they're like thank you i will treasure this forever you yeah. know it's amazing isn't it really <laughs> it is yeah that it is except for those those brides who you see in the film and then there's just silence <laughs> oh yeah isn't that yeah. infuriating though yeah, that's yeah, we, not we, we that's not cool. One of those. That's not cool. But we know she, she like we know the bride and groom loved the film because they told the photographer. <laughs> <laughs> like, I've so. sent four emails now. I think it's weird. friend requested them on Facebook. <laughs> I think um, some people think, oh no, they know we like it. And it's like no, I need <laughs> How would we know? I need to hear it. I I need you to cry in my face. Yeah, say thanks. Yeah, we only do this for the applause. <laughs> I know. Funny. Yep. Instead, the wedding planner sends you an email that says how much the bride loved it, and you're like, "What? Yeah, <laughs> I got yeah. nothing from them." <laughs> uh, yes, sorry, that's my little my little soapbox. Yeah. <laughs> no, we all feel the same yeah. about that. Surely, and... we feel you. Yeah, you need to hear. It should sure. be in our contracts. <laughs> that's a if good you idea. do not if you yeah. do not email me saying thank you within two weeks your film we will, will be deleted that's right we'll delete that stuff yeah <laughs> awesome is running your business taking away from the time that you have to make better wedding films do you feel disorganized what happens when a hot lead goes cold after your first email response do you have a system in place to stay in contact with them do you find yourself asking, where was that bride's phone number again, and have they paid their invoice or not? Which package did they get, and what are their deliverables? How organized are your financial records when it comes to tax time? Wouldn't it be awesome if you could afford forty dollars or $50,000 to pay someone to take care of all this extra stuff for you? I've got an idea. How about you sign up for 17 hats and pay just $300 a year to let their amazing online software take care of all of this for you? Before I got 17 hats, I was buried in a sea of unorganized emails, spreadsheets, bank statements, receipts, sticky notes, Google Docs, and more. I was letting hot leaves go cold because I couldn't remember who to stay in contact with. I was spending weeks trying to get my tax records organized for my accountant. It was awful. And now I pay 17 hats, just $300 a year, and they do all of that for me. It's like having a full-time assistant working around the clock on your business, making sure that everything is organized, invoices are paid on time, and making you look like a real pro to your clients. And now, 17 Hats is giving you an amazing offer. When you use the link at the top of our website, WeddingFilmAcademy.org, you'll get 15% off the list price, and it's a great way for you to help keep us making great content each week for you. If you want to learn more about 17 Hats, go back in the archives and listen to the podcast that we did with them. We actually got to chat with the CEO and one of the VPs of 17 Hats for an hour. So definitely go back and listen to that podcast as well if you want to learn more. Thanks a ton. Let's get back to the show. So um, talk to me about this. One of the things I'm always interested about is you said on, on video you're starting at two and a half. Yeah. Or is that also sort of the average price or are you doing other things to sort of upsell in your market? What oh, does that look like for we, you guys? We are kind of terrible at business. Um, so we have that, that's like an all inclusive of pretty much everything apart from travel. Yeah. We've always been very um, kind of straightforward and maybe this is an English thing, 
but I think people don't like talking about money and they don't like feeling like... English people are very suspicious They're hard about to sell pricing. to, yeah. <laughs> that's like it. if they're like, that's not included, but I need that. So really you're saying I have to need to pay this much, so why have you quoted me this much? That's outrageous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we do not expect to be upsold to. So I think even even in Starbucks, um, when you know there's there's an upsell, which I'm sure they do in America as well, it's like, oh, is that the medium grande size? We're like, no. No, I want I want the normal size. I want tall. Like you say, we're, so we're just suspicious. Like, you know, I I, 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 mean, I used to work at Starbucks, and I couldn't even bring myself to do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we just don't sell, do we? Yeah. So no, even way back in the beginning, we decided right, let's make this as clear and as simple as we can, and just have a price include what we think people want for that price. Have yeah. nothing extra. I mean, there are, I guess, small extra things people could add on. You know, like. They can add, like, if they want a DVD, then, you know, they can pay for that. <laughs> <laughs> that that's, not, that's not really a, you know, a big, a big bumpy price. I guess, I guess we've always sold it as our time. So you, you pay us this price, we're yours for that time. And then, you know, if you want anything the day before, if you want things after, if you want, you know, that kind of thing, then we could add Yeah, if there are additional days, then they, they pay extra yeah, for those. Yeah, but definitely no secret hidden hidden costs no but we yeah i mean we, we are planning on increasing our, our price like we we feel like we're not we're not finished at two and a half we'd like to sure. to, to to go to go higher and just see as much as we can as much as we can you know kind of like get to because hmm. I, sure. I do feel like with photography we kind of gave up because it seemed like like i said there was a price ceiling and then we knew a few people that would like you know went up to like three three and a half and then they were never heard from again <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. really did seem like the way it went like yeah. they'd, they'd be doing really well this is it. Up, and then they'd just like vanish and we've always <laughs> shot maybe like 45 ish to 50 weddings a year and that's that's what we're used to doing so yeah. The idea, I mean, the, the background goal has always been to earn more and do way less. So do like 20, 30 a year. Yeah. But we've never done that. And we're, I'm not sure we'd actually even like to do that. Yeah. Every time um, we put the price up, we just carry on doing the exact same amount. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I think we're just um, quite obsessive people. And I think we just like being busy all yeah. the time. You know, crazy busy, uh, yeah. making them Plus we need all the to time. Do quite a lot because we made the mistake of... Um, like we, there's a VAT threshold in in the UK, um, and all you have sales tax in America. Um, so it, that's basically what is in the UK. But you don't have to pay that until your um, turnover goes over a certain amount. Um, but once it hits that, then you just like slap with all this money taken off your your income, which was quite a shock. So we that that year we had to do a lot more ways <laughs> than usual. Um, and we've never never managed to quite go under that. So that's. A lot of a lot of videographers' aim, I know, is to to kind of like do just stay as, under as, that as few weddings as they can for as most money as possible without going over that threshold. But I think because we we've already gone over that, we just you know be quite willing to just see how far we could. <laughs> yeah, let's go. Let's it. go way over that. That's the plan. Yeah. Everyone's got a dream, right? Yeah. <laughs> so so at the twenty five hundred dollar price point or twenty five hundred pounds, I should say, because that's more yeah. than twenty five hundred dollars, obviously. Yeah. Um, what is what comes in that? You said it's sort of everything. What what is that? Right. Actually? So so we do we do like a highlights film, like four or five minute highlights, 
a, a longer feature, which is about 15, 20 minutes. And we also include like the full ceremony and speeches, just like very basic edit of those. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's, okay. That, that's everything. <laughs> oh, we shoot. I mean, our average wedding is probably about 12 hours, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I'd we say. don't have like an hour's thing. We basically say we'll start like two, three hours before the, the ceremony and then we'll finish once we've got enough dancing in the evening. Yeah. Gotcha. So just at some point in the evening. Uh, yeah, just like once order. we've got... I mean, if yeah. they let us know they're going to have like fireworks or something else exciting Sparkles at night, then or... we're happy to, yeah. to stay. But normally there's not. Normally it's just... We love shooting American weddings because like when Americans get married over here, because like on the dance floor, they're like the happiest, smiliest people and there's different people <laughs> all the time on the dance floor. But <laughs> it's, it's like on UK weddings, you get like the first dance and the next song, like loads of people come up and dance. Then they all go, and then it's like the same like Dead. ten people. <laughs> yeah. Uh, until like I think I when I've got an equipment at a wedding and like driven back to the venue and got there at like twelve o'clock. It's all like, going the on. The dance floor is full. Yeah. And like people have like you know their shirts like tied around their heads and like going crazy. On the <laughs> That's dance the bit. Floor. But you want. don't get that that bit. Like, yeah. <laughs> and, and I think if you were there, they'd they'd make you go away. <laughs> yeah. 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 Fair enough. Yep. So right now, when you're doing, you talked about like there's just this gap in between where you are photography pricing, where you are with video pricing, and sort of trying to close that gap just because. Yeah, it's not much of a gap at the moment. I think we'll 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 we'll, we'll probably put that up in you know, like four months, something like that. Yeah. I think. Yeah, to 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 three. It's a weird thing, isn't it? Put putting up your price. Yeah. And we'll but, just do it one day on a whim. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I, not I sure. Think I think we've all got. I remember listening to Richard's story um, about the the you know the tuxedos and like you know like like twenty like twenty thirty grand on tuxedos. Yeah, you need like, something need to, to give you that up. push, don't you? Like sometimes. with photography for us, I think that moment we were. We, this was like quite early days, um, but I think we were we were like eight hundred pounds. Uh, it was like we'd been doing it for like a, a two years, I think. Um, and they, they'd asked, they, they'd got us down to do like a half day kind of package um, for 600. Um, and then, and we'd worked at this venue quite a few times in our first couple of years. Um, and like they'd added in extra courses in the meal. And I was just thinking, well, like having a sorbet course <laughs> is more expensive, is, is more important than, than spending that little yeah. bit extra on us. Yeah. So yeah, like we got back home from that wedding and we just like, we put the price up to like 1500 That's it. Like, I think, no, no, I think no, no. with price, it's like feeling like you're getting the weddings you want to do and the clients you want to And I think you're appreciated as well that it's yeah. like a priority for them on the day. Whereas I think if, if you feel like having a sorbet course was more important than them having you there all day. Yeah. Like, I feel like yeah. that it was, it was actually a lovely wedding and I like the pictures. But, but that's not how you want to feel. But like, that's not how it makes you feel on the day, is <laughs> yeah. it? It makes you feel like, no, we're, we're just kind of like... Who, just kind of like filling in that need a photographer kind of position. Yeah. That was us, you know, rather than like, oh, I, I want to have these people shoot my wedding because I love their, their work. Yeah. And yeah, putting your price up helps you get those clients who actually are yeah you know they'll they'll really think about it and be like um and ah between a few photographers who are you know are kind of like expensive because yeah. it's a priority and then they you know if they decide on you then it it makes you feel like okay no like this is i think this is important to them most of the time job. the more expensive you are the more valued you are not always some people just have loads of money and don't care about 
things they're booking, you know. Yeah. But that I think that's quite rare. I do think the more people pay, the more they do care genuinely about what you're going to make because they could choose from anyone, really. Yeah. Um, so that, I think it's good to be more expensive. But yeah. I think there's always a fear that if you put your price up, you'll get people that aren't your people, you know. You sure. think, who are these people? these really rich people, am I going to connect with them? Like, are they going to be like normal people? Because we're really normal people and we're always, we're already more expensive than, you know, we would necessarily pay for. I don't know. You know yeah, what I mean? I like, think like we've priced ourselves out of, <laughs> of our markets. I think that's I think the thing. Most people have. The, most people yeah. who, who are doing good work have done that. Yep. Yeah. I think they're already not our people. So it's it's <laughs> difficult. I think, I don't know. It's a, it's a difficult thing. But I mean, a lot of our mm. clients are... I think, I think, I think possibly on. one of the differences, it might not be a difference between the UK and, and the American market, is kind of like the... The wealthier clients, the ones who will pay, you know, like six, seven, eight, nine, ten thousand pounds for a client, are like ridiculously rich people, you know, on a, on a level that we find it hard to under <laughs> understand. Um, whereas I, I, I get the feeling that a lot of our clients already are kind of like, you know, like doctors, lawyers, people who, you know, are on kind of like high paying but I suppose like normal-ish jobs. But there's 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 more of a, a ceiling on on the pay over here. So you know, like doctors, like you know, even like a, a consultant would be really rare for them to be earning like over a hundred thousand a year. Whereas I feel like doctors, because it's 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 like private in in America, they can they can be earning way more than that. You know, they're more like they're running a business kind of kind of people, sure. so they have more disposable cash, mm-hmm. um, which seems less less the case um, over here. Um, the ones that have the money are kind of like the people who have like a shocking amount of money towards anyway <laughs> in our little two bedroom uh, house. <laughs> yeah. So let me ask this then, because you talked about in the UK, there's this uh, sort of the stigma that you don't talk about money. And I think that's, I think that is probably in my opinion, and I don't know the UK, but in the U S there's that, there's that same assumption on a lot of people, but I think it's more of a class distinction in terms of income than maybe even this would be just a complete guess again, cause I don't know UK, but a class distinction, regardless of the location, um, rather than a cultural difference in us versus UK. Do you think that's true? Because you said, one thing I heard you say is there are those people out there who they just have loads of money and they don't care. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so my question for you would be for those people, they're they're looking for someone to hire. If they're living maybe in your area, they happen to find out that you guys won the last two years in a row. Y'all won the best wedding videographer in the Northwest. So that's who they're going to. They know they're going to Lawson Films and they are planning on spending a million dollars on their wedding and they come to you and they see that you're $2,500 and that's the, that's the kitchen sink. You know, they're getting everything with that. Yeah. What, how does, how does that sort of sit with you? And do you feel like there's opportunity for with that person to maybe make some more money off of something else? Or is it yeah. just like, that's my happy price. I'm good with it. That's what it's going to be. I think, I think if they came to us now, we'd be like, well, they're seeing our price. So, 
you know, it, it's it's too late for any kind of like no no because yeah, we don't you know, that. because you're rich we'll, we'll charge more because I, I think that's what, how it, how it would seem to them mm-hmm. uh, because we have photographed a couple of those weddings and and they you know they, they tended to add on like either a day before or a day after because they had like another like party planned for for that day and they'd order quite a few albums so we did you know make make more than our average yeah I guess um, it's harder with video for those is. extras but I think. No, because like you know, this this kind of aiming to put our, our price up anyway. So, sure. you know, hopefully we'll 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 get into to those markets eventually. We'll see. Um, yeah, they they it... tend to be more controlled by planners, from from what we've heard from other UK videographers. That you know, very you know, very kind of like high end weddings will will have a planner who you know will will, will give them a selection of photographers and videographers and really like for them like the price doesn't really matter we, we heard from one photographer who, who booked an amazingly high-end wedding i don't remember where it was but they, i think they spent you know millions on it and um the planner came up to him afterwards and said like why did you you know why did you charge this you know only this much and he he charged about double his normal price and and she and the planner was saying like you know the the bride won't even look at what that that number says. Mm. Like you know that it's still wow. too too small for them to you know they'll just sign off, but they won't notice the money's gone. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we need to <laughs> we need to find <laughs> those people a year, and then we'll just we'll be living on our private oh. islands. Yeah, yeah, I think it still feels very early days for us. It it's, does. It's yeah. really the second year we've been doing this, isn't it? Right. And we've already. I mean, previously it took us. 13 years to build up to three with yeah. photography so it's already yeah. feels like we've kind of leapt over that and done it super quickly I feel like we, we probably made some mistakes early on in, in, in photography because we did, we did have a few planners kind of like come up to us and they wanted a cut and at that point we were you know we were I think we were £2,000 we were getting hundreds of inquiries um, like a year we you know we could have booked the year like four times over and being stupid we were like oh we need to put our price up uh, <laughs> But, you know, when she, she, she kind of like, you know, wanted a, a cut of future bookings, we were like, you know, through her, we were just thinking in really limited terms as in, oh, no, we'd be the same price and we'd lose this, this cut to, to them as opposed to being able to charge a lot more money and still keep more money. So we're not sure we'd kind of like repeat those same mistakes. Like yeah, <laughs> it kind of feels like we're starting again from the mm. beginning and getting to do things slightly differently this time we're trying yeah. to say yes to more things i think than we did last time mm, yeah you know? like this yeah you like this to be fair yeah. <laughs> and and things like a, a big part of the business over here is like workshops seminars teaching and we always kind of said no with photos didn't we yeah until we'd been doing it like 10 years we we never did any workshops or spoke at any events yeah. or things because i think we always assumed like well, we've not been doing it that long we yeah. don't know we don't know anything we don't know any secrets but i think you you, you learn the most in those first few years so i think you probably do have more mm. at the, the forefront of your mind to to pass on at, at workshops yeah. so yeah well i think for you guys yes the video side of it is is new in the last two years but there's there's so much that has translated from your still photography to your video for you yeah. that mm-hmm. you're not new to this. No. You know, and, and that's so much of what makes your films so visually compelling is your background in photography. And, you know, obviously, 
you know, having, having won, you know, a, a great prestigious award like this the, the last couple of years, you know, I, I think it's obvious that people have, have seen your value. And so, you know, I, I applaud you for that fact. I think that's always the struggle for everyone is to figure yeah. out how do I, how do I take whenever I, whenever I am, am recognized in such a way, how do I sort of take that to, um, to head down the road towards my goal? You know, you yeah. talked about, um, you talked about your goal of, you know, making the same or more by working less. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. you know, I think that's a goal for, uh, for most all of us in this industry. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, you guys are like, like you've said many times, you know, you're, you're, you're regular kind of people, you're humble people. And so there's sort of this interesting balance between being, uh, being humble people, um, being who you are. And at the same time, getting the word out that, hey, I'm yeah. really stinking good at this. That's it. It's, and <laughs> it's very that, difficult. Yeah. It's very difficult for us because our personality is not to be like, come and look at this. This is really good. Isn't this good? <laughs> you know, that's, yeah. does, that goes against everything we believe in. So for, even when people say, oh, really, that's a really good film. Like, we're, we're kind of shy about it. You know, it's like... It's embarrassing. I don't know. We kind of cringe a little bit. Yeah. So it's hard for us to take any kind of, you know, glory, I suppose, and kind of go <laughs> with it and yeah. then use that in our business. It is definitely a bit of a battle, isn't yeah. it? So I think we've just come to it and we keep saying to each other, like, let's just say yes. Let's just, you know, kind of embrace everything that comes along this time. Because yeah. I think that's really important because you could just stay where you are forever and it would be nice yeah. to kind of see where we can go with this it would be so good true. and then also getting back to what you're saying about kind of like quite kind of like low-key and humble kind of but that you know like we've always been like at, at our business is like the brand has always been about about us we, we you know we shared lots of stuff about us on our on our on our like photography website especially mm-hmm. um and that's what kind of like in a way feels like it's hard to get to those kind of like higher markets because it's like is our brand right for that you know like here we are just you know yeah. people we like to go for walks yeah uh, you know is is that you know the, the kind of thing that appeals to someone who has a yacht um i'm not sure <laughs> yeah so that's another thing that we've kind of kind of consciously decided when we set up our new website there's a bit about us but there's less about us yeah we're making it less about about us yeah because i think the... more about the work and less about yeah about, about exactly us. i think that that's it we want to just kind of do do you like our film okay that that's enough yeah yeah they awesome. don't need to know what our cat's called and that kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> well i hereby give you permission to talk about how awesome you are at this because you guys were. <laughs> and you, you know, the thing I, I've always said this, I was actually having a conversation with, uh, with our producer for this podcast not too long ago where we were sort of talking about the, the difference in humility and honesty. And I think there, there is a, there is a point and some people are going to hear me say this and sort of cringe and say, Oh, how prideful is he? Um, but there is a difference in, um, sort of like downplaying 
who you are and what you're capable of and, and, and truthful humility, you know? So I think at some point, like sort of like downplaying what you're able to do is even dishonest, you know, because you guys are are doing really amazing work. And so I I think it's, I think it's okay to like own that, you know, it's almost, it's almost dishonest. We get to see our real footage. So, you know, (laughs) well, that, that's the thing is, is we all see that, but you don't see all the other people's who also have equally bad raw footage. You know, um, you're not looking at, you know, you're not looking at Ray Roman's raw footage to be able Mm -hmm. to see, you know, how crummy his raw footage is too. I'll say that on air with him listening. (laughs) Uh, And so I think that is for, for so much of us as we're having this conversation about how do I get to another threshold of pricing so that I can Mm -hmm. make more and work less. I think so much of it is just about owning the gifts and the talent that we have for what they are and saying, yeah, I am really good at this. And you know, that doesn't mean I'm, I'm prideful. You know, there's a lot of things that I am really terrible at, you know, (laughs) I I really suck at a lot of things, but I am very talented at this thing. Mm -hmm. And, and that's worth a, that's worth a certain price. And, you know, we have to decide what that is, but you know, it's again, like when we, when we come to those clients who come to us, um, having, having found us while they were looking on their, their iPhone 10 sailing through their yacht, um, you know, (laughs) they're, they're not going to bat an eye at that price. And so I think again, it's, well, I think we're probably priced too low for those people. Sure. Yeah. And so, but I think one of the things to always remember for all of our listeners and, and for ourselves personally is if the goal truly is to make more or even just the same while working less, yeah. mm-hmm. then by raising our price point, it's okay that we book less weddings. In fact, that was the goal, right? Yeah. yeah. You need to remember that goal. Right. And then when so, Christmas rolls around and you're like, oh, we'd have weddings for six months. It's hard not to. Panic. Because we're not good savers. I, I, I remember listening to, to Richard saying, like, he'd managed to, to save up, you know, a decent chunk of, of, of you know, money first. Yeah. We right. haven't done that. <laughs> yeah. So, in, in a way, we've kind of been playing off like our video and our photography company off against each other. So yeah. it's like, you know, if we've got enough bookings with photography, we can put the price up for video, see if that goes all right. Yeah. And, right. and vice versa with, you know, with photography. Because as soon as we, it seemed like we were booking up most of the, the year with video, we were just like, well, we can put the price of photography up to 3000 and it doesn't matter if we don't book a single one. Mm-hmm. And we have booked ones at, at, at that. You know, probably not enough at this stage to have, you know, actually seen us through a year money-wise, but... You know, it's it's building, getting into to those clients. So we've had a bit more freedom because of that, mm-hmm. but we should learn to save a bit of money, yeah. <laughs> and then <laughs> and then we'd be a, a bit free to experiment some more. We'll get there. Yeah. <laughs> I for sure, I feel that. Yep, I think that's a that is a struggle for for everyone in my country as well. You can look at the uh, the debt numbers across the board yeah. for for folks yeah. living in the U.S. and you can see what a problem that is. Yeah, and I think it's hard because it's such a seasonal job. You know, you you earn a fortune in certain months of the year and then, like you say, you know, there are months when you don't earn anything. So it's like, it's a weird job, isn't it, to 
Well, that's just when you just need to start marketing. That's when you just have to start marketing yourself in the Caribbean. Yeah. So, you know. <laughs> yeah. Good plan. Uh, yeah, we are certainly blessed in Texas to not have much of a dry season, you know, and, uh, yeah. mm-hmm. February and August are like two slowish months, but I'm looking at next February and I think we still have, uh, maybe six weddings on the books wow. um, good. in, in February. So, you know, I'm definitely blessed to be in a spot where the weather's kind of consistent. You know, we have yeah. people joke, we have two seasons, we have hot and hotter. <laughs> um, so but that means there's weddings year round so yeah 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 i mean we, we do get weddings for most of the years it's it's the start of the year in the uk Everyone's yeah depressed. january no, february yeah yeah january it's february bleak. April, like, yeah <laughs> it is bleak sure. <laughs> but it's also it's nice to hibernate a little bit rejuvenate watch some films yeah yeah it's good we need to but do we've that we've not been to the cinema in about two years and now. that's, that's important for our job bad. so we should do that yeah Right. Research. The business expense isn't it? Awesome. Well, I think this has been a fantastic conversation and I'm super excited to continue the conversation um, when we can chat with both of you and Richard as well. Um, We are coming to the end of the show, though, and so I would love to see if you guys have a pick of the week. Uh, I've been thinking about this. This was hard. Um, so my pick of the week is a, is, is not a, a new thing. Um, it's just um, a microphone that we've uh, we started using. Um, it's just a little clip-on microphone, which is awesome if you need to to mic up uh, like a bride or a bridesmaid because um, there's nowhere to put like a recorder on a bride's dress that I found. Never. And I'm not I'm not that happy strapping like one to like suspenders and stuff. It's, it's never weird. a good look. It's weird. Is it? Anyway. Um, so it's the uh, the Sony uh, TX650. Um, lovely little nifty microphones. Great, great for backups as well. When we're already getting um, a feed from uh, from from the uh, from the wireless mic, it's great to also pop those on on people just in case. They're just so handy for um, surprise speeches and things as well. Yeah. You know, you just don't need to be ready. Turn it on. Yeah, so we, we had a, a surprise welcome speech, which we were told was going to be at the end of a meal, but was actually as soon as the bride and groom walked into the, the room a few yeah. weeks ago. So we didn't have, you know, we didn't have our tripods in this room because it was at the other end of the venue. Um, we just had our monopods um, and we didn't have like our bag of audio gear, but I did have a cup, like one or two of these. They're just Sony always clipped in, in your pocket, so aren't they? So I just they? clipped that on, in, on, on one of his pockets yeah. and uh, and the audio was, was actually really good. They're so. great for taping onto microphones as well, aren't yeah. they? Yeah, Because they're really small. Yeah. They're just handy. And yeah. we've thought, they've saved our bacon many times. Oh, yeah. There's been at least kind of five weddings where we've said, oh, what would we have done if we didn't have those? Yeah. It would have been a nightmare. So. Yeah good to have definitely nice that's a fantastic pick of the week mine is also (laughs) going to be audio related Uh, i have a new field recorder which i am thrilled about i'm actually recording on that right now before i was using a mix of i had the uh, zoom h4n pro or h4ns pro or something like that And I also had the Roland R26, and those were kind of the two different field recorders I used. I really liked the Roland, but it had some limitations. I was also having some sort of weird issue every once in a while where I was getting this clicking noise that I couldn't figure out how to get rid of. And 
did tons of research and I just couldn't figure out, I don't know if there's something wrong with my unit or what was going on. If I was just, it's probably user error, you know, but regardless, I was having that issue and Amazon had one of these one day fire sales. They were selling my new zoom H six, which I am really excited about. I was in the market already for a field recorder that had more channels on it because Coming up is WPPI, where I plan to do a number of interviews. And so you can actually do four XLR or quarter inch inputs with the dials um, on each of those. And then you can actually buy a little attachment. So you could do up to six of those if you wanted all on here. And it's got a nice little color screen at the bottom. So you can see what your levels are on each of the channels and everything. Anyways, it's just a really fantastic field recorder. And again, it's not new. Probably a lot of you own this and have had it forever, and you're saying, "How can you just now be getting this, Jordan?" But I was, I was, you know, mostly happy with my Roland before, but now I think I'm going to sell that thing because I really like this H6. So that is my pick of the week. I also wanted to make a plug for WPPI for those of you who have been considering it, who you're thinking about it. It is coming up at the end of February. I believe it's the 24th through the end of the month. Um, and it's in Vegas, as it always is. This is the Wedding and Portrait Photographers International Conference, for those of you who don't know. Um, but they're putting much more of a focus on video these days. And so I'm thrilled about that. They actually have um, what equates to about two days' worth of film classes, as well as, you know, so many of the photography classes, particularly the business classes, I think are really relevant to um, to those of us in the video industry as well. So there's tons of content that will be fantastic for you. I will be uh, one of the presenters as well, talking about how to build a team. So if that's something you're interested in, uh, building a team that goes beyond just yourself, uh, I'll be doing one of the classes on Monday morning about that. And also... One of the things I'm really excited about is their uh, the film competition. So I'll be one of the judges for the film competition. Uh, basically, it is a um, it's it's going to be huge. I mean, they're actually um, in the past they had had one of the bigger complaints was that photographers were judging the film competition. So thankfully, they're changing that, and now filmmakers are judging the filmmaking competition, which makes perfect sense. Um, but myself and actually a couple of our previous guests on the show are going to be judging that as well. Garrett and Amber Baird, who many of our listeners have grown to love, uh, will also be some of the, the judges for that. It's still not too late to put in your films. So uh, I hope the two of you put yourself into this competition. I would love to see some of your <laughs> films in there. Um, but... I believe the final deadline we've passed, we've already passed the sort of first deadline where it's a little bit more affordable. So you have to pay a little bit more now, but I think the final de- de- uh, deadline is January 20, uh, sorry, January 18th. So make sure that you submit your film by then. There are some requirements that may cause you to have to do some slight re-edits to your film. Like you have to keep it under five minutes. So make sure you read those. But we would love to see your films in that competition. And yeah, that's the end of my plug for that. So um, Pete and um, 
uh, Laura, would you mind just telling us where we can go to find more about your work? Um, yeah, well, our, our website is uh, lawsonfilms.co.uk. Um, our photography one's lawsonphotography.co.uk. Uh, we're on Facebook, Lawson Films UK, is it? Mm-hmm. We love the UK at the end, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Lawson Films is safe. <laughs> I think there's one in America, damn them. Yeah. Um, and then we're on Same Instagram, Instagram, Lawson Films UK. Yeah. yeah. Keep it simple. Everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Awesome. Well, it has been fantastic having you guys on, and I look forward to talking to you again very soon for our roundtable discussion. The Wedding Film Academy podcast is produced by Taylor Juarez. If you found this episode helpful, be sure to subscribe so you never miss a show and help us out by leaving a five-star review on iTunes. And when you're done, head on over to WeddingFilmAcademy.org to chat with our other wedding filmmakers like yourself in the comments section. Until next time, keep making movie magic.